Welcome to the show, 5 Shark Fam. I'm AJ. Before we get into it, become part of the notification squad by hitting the bell next to the subscribe button on YouTube. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly and Atlanta United. They drew Chicago Fire 3-3 at Soldier Field. It was a cap off to a triple match week. Three games in eight days. And it was a wild one. Two red cards and six goals. Wow. Yeah. It was uh, not a defensive masterclass, I would say that. But, yeah, uh, Andrew Gutman, he uh, wore the captain's armband for the first time. And, uh, yeah, Yorgos Yakomakis, he came on and made a big impact. But, uh, yeah, it was very early on. The fire, they went down to 10 men in the 26th minute. It was scoreless. And uh, Allen United, we took advantage uh, the sequence started when there was pressure from Atlanta United that forced a giveaway, uh, recovered by Miguel Berry. And on the dribble, uh, the striker was uh, clipped from behind, and Federico Navarro's second yellow of the night already, and he was shown the red card and told to leave. But uh, yeah, Almada, he uh, stepped over the free kick, and he... Uh, drove a low shot that was initially blocked by the goalkeeper. But Gutman, he was on that back post ready to tap it in. And he cleaned up the rebound to put us up top uh, 1-0 in the 29th minute. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was not a uh, super long uh, lead. Uh, they answered on a corner kick in the 42nd minute. Uh, Shakiri, uh, their talisman, he was at the right corner flag. He curled the ball in near post and Quentin Westberg. Yeah, he was able to get his hands on the ball, but uh, the block ricocheted off the back of Juanjo Porata. And yeah, it was uh, definitely, they made a meal of it. And uh, yeah. It just uh, it trickled over the line, and it was enough. 1-1. One, one. But, uh, yeah, just 10 minutes on the field, they were able to score their second goal in the 49th minutes. And Zerbilko, he posted up inside the box, and, yeah, with his back to goal, he brought down a ball uh, with his chest. And uh, midfielder uh, Hale Selassie, he had a one-touch strike that was driven low, and uh, Westberg, his attempt was not enough. And uh, yeah, they were able to take a 2-1 lead. But uh, yeah, very, very annoying there. I mean, just uh, yeah, you, going down ten, uh, two goals to 10 men, uh, whether you're aware or not, that is just uh, not good enough. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we were able to answer right back with a goal in the 55th minute to make it 2-2. Uh, Derek Etienne, he uh, was able to move the ball from one side to the other, and he fed Ronald Hernandez on the right. And yes, he was able to make uh, his second consecutive start to uh, Hernandez uh, on Saturday. He crossed the ball all the way to the far post, Gutman was there to be able to head it down, and Yorgos Yakomakis, right place, right time, anticipating the ball. He was able to, uh, yeah, not only come on, but able to tap it in. And uh, yeah, it was his 
and is his seventh goal in 10 MLS appearances. But then, yeah, Yakumakis, he was able to break that deadlock. And Almada, uh, who was played in quickly from, uh, or played quickly from Gutman, uh, he fed a sh- uh, a low through ball. And uh, Yakumakis, he was able to uh, cut to the outside to avoid uh, the goalkeeper coming off his line. And he scored with his left foot. Uh, very reminiscent of a Joseph Martinez type of strike for sure as well. But uh, yeah, he was able to handle that one-on-one with a plum. And it was, unfortunately, a flag that com- came up. But uh, yeah, VAR, they were able to look at it. They overturned it and it was allowed. And we had the go-ahead goal 3-2 in the 64th minute. But the final 20 minutes, 20 minutes of the match, man, it is, uh, yeah, something that uh, we just cannot finish out matches, really, it seems. But, uh, yeah, we also went down to 10 men as Luis Adarujo, he received a second yellow card. A bit soft, if you ask me, but it is ultimately he was pulling him back. I mean, was he pulling him back enough? Debatable, but uh, 71st minutes, Adaruju got his second yellow and got the red sent off. Adaruju will miss the match against Orlando City this weekend, but uh, yeah, then man, it just got capped off with a wild one, 89th minutes, and uh, yeah, a a uh, left-footed cross from uh, Miguel Navarro to the far side. Trickle through the crowded box to hail Selassie, and he was able to tap it in. And uh, yeah, he was able to tap it, it tap it to Georgios uh, Kusias, uh, who was able to post it, uh, poke it past Westberg, and uh, make it three three. So yeah, uh, Pineda he said uh, after the match to me, we couldn't punish them when we had good chances we had a few good chances and we couldn't finish that and we are giving away soft goals that I'm not happy with yeah I mean it's uh (laughs) we just cannot keep leads it is uh really just kind of dire you score three goals away from home it should be enough but (sighs) this side cannot handle it cannot uh you know hold leads right now we Uh, are a side that have scored the most goals and also given up the most goals in the league. But Gutman said, it's like sink or swim. If we don't develop it, then it's going to turn into something like last year. But like I said, there are guys in the locker room who realize what's going on, that have the willingness and desire and awareness to change, and I think we will change. But yeah, uh, there's some perplexing, uh, perplexing rather, uh, starting 11 changes as well. Uh, I get that there's rest needed, but... uh, yeah, you know, three games in eight days is a lot, but uh, you have a full week for recovery. But uh, Miles Robinson, who uh, was given rest, he uh, came in later in the match anyway. Juan Huparata, yeah, came on, uh, was uh, subbed off. But uh, yeah, Hernandez got the uh, the start at right back. Gutman was on the left. Uh, that all made sense. But yeah, it is one of those where, uh, you know, we, we look shaky. We needed that safety valve that Miles Robinson is. And yeah, it just uh, was not good enough defensively on the Knights to be able to come up with the three points. Uh, 
And uh, unfortunately, at that point, we uh, we come home with a point shared. And yeah, you know, I think uh, a lot of the analysis uh, we went over on the live post-match fan reactions uh, that we did uh, after the match. But uh, yeah, that wraps it up for the match review. And uh, yeah, I'll have the match preview for you later on in this episode. We will be playing Orlando City, of course. But let's get into the news. And uh, with that draw, we are still in fourth in the East. Uh, we are 6-4-4 four, and four with a goal difference of four as well. It is uh, yeah, very interesting how we are able to stay uh, in the uh, the playoff spots with uh, our poor form lately, but uh, yeah, it's that early form that we are able to uh, stay ahead and stay within the conversation. We're uh, just below New England and just above Philadelphia. But uh, onto some other news, MLS announced on Wednesday that the LAFC match on June third will now be played on June seventh at BMO Stadium. So, uh, yeah, it will uh, be very interesting, I think. Yeah, that uh, we uh, are really, yeah, you know, we're playing a lot of Wednesday matches, which uh, can be fun, but also, yeah, I mean, I guess it frees up some uh, some weekends for us all, I suppose. But uh, Yorgos Akamakis, he uh, makes the MLS team of the match day this uh, past week. He is uh, now tied for second in the MLS Golden Boost boot race with eight goals alongside Jesus Ferreira, Jordan Morris, Hani Mukhtar, and Christian Espinosa. But uh, all four of those guys have a thousand plus minutes played on the season. Yakumakis, he's only played 527 minutes. So incredible form uh, when he's played pretty much half the time. So yeah, imagine if he played the other half. But, uh, yeah, Luis Adarujo, he, uh, you know, of course, he has been transferred to Flamengo, uh, Brazilian side, and it will be very interesting. Uh, yes, he uh, will play his last match on June 24th, but, yeah, he uh, will, of course, miss the next match against Orlando City, uh, and he has been actually fined as well as he did not leave the field promptly uh, when he was sent off against Chicago. So, uh, yeah, he'll still about have about five games left here before he leaves. But, uh, yeah, Caleb Wiley, he was able to score in that U.S. Uh, youth National Team U-20 World Cup game. Uh, it was a 3-0 uh, win, and he had the tap-in for... Uh, the third goal, but yeah, congrats to Wiley. Very, very good stuff there. Showing out and showing uh, up for the uh, U.S. Youth National Team. But yeah, on to Atlanta United 2. They picked up two points in a shootout victory against Orlando City B on Friday. Uh, Kareem Tamimi not just third goal of the season, and Luke Brennan scored from a penalty uh, for his first of the year in a 2-2 draw. And then they went to penalties because that's what they're doing this year. Uh, and the uh, shootout ended in uh, where we were able to win it. And it was, uh, yeah, well done from the side to practice those shootouts. But 
Uh, yeah, so that wraps it up for the news, and it gets us to the match preview. And this Saturday, 7.30 at Exploria Stadium, uh, we will be playing Orlando City, and they are 7th in the Eastern Conference. Five wins, four draws, four losses, and last match they won 3-1 against Inter-Miami. But uh, yeah, on paper, they are uh, they have some good depth talent everywhere and uh it seems uh, to be able to fit together uh but uh yeah if uh if uh their league form right now is any indication uh there is that uh they uh yeah they might be a little bit uh too similar in terms of their depth and uh maybe their back line isn't good enough to really uh you know keep that door shut but uh, key departures from last season, Junior Urso, uh, yeah, so pretty much a shock departure, who left on a mutual contract termination, which I think we'll probably be pretty happy about because uh, he was always pretty dangerous against us. Ruan, another one as well, uh, left the side as well as Joama Moutinho. Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he left as his contract expired. And he left to join Italian Serie A side Spezia. But uh, their key acquisitions from the offseason, Martin Ojeda, uh, as well as Rafael Santos, as well as Ramiro Enrique. So, uh, yeah, they were able to uh, pretty much uh, kind of reinforce the coffers this offseason. But, uh, yeah. The, uh, the predictions from the pundits around the league, they have them finishing as high as second and as low as 12th in the East. So really, that is a massive swing. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, that league form right now, I think probably pretty, pretty much shows possibly where they are probably going to end up maybe if they don't uh, kind of uh, get a swing in form. But uh, yeah. Oscar Pereira, uh, you know, he's really done wonders for them. Uh, they won the U.S. Open Cup, of course, as well. Uh, so, yeah, you know, this will be a side that uh, always looks to play us tough. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can, uh, you know, get something going against them uh, at home. But on to Atlanta United and the unavailable players. Ozzy Alonso, uh, he's likely still out, but he has been uh, training a little bit, uh, you know, still. And uh, Brad Guzan likely still out as well. Eric Lopez with his ankle injury, he as well is out. Amar Sadic, calf, uh, and Adarujo, of course, with the red card suspension. So, uh, who will be the uh, the starting eleven? Let's get into that. Westberg in between the sticks, I think. Uh, Lennon, Robinson, Purata, and Gutman in the back line. I think uh, Ibarra and. Hosetu are the two in the midfields. Uh, the real question is who will be starting in place of Luis Araujo. And I think it's Machop Chol who will be starting on the right. He uh, yeah came in later on and he was able to beat a few men uh, late in the match. I think he will get the nod on the right. Almada in the middle there at the 10 position and Derek Etienne on the left. And will it be Miguel Berry? I think it will be Yorgos Yakumakis who uh, finally gets, uh, you know, some match fitness and will get the start in this one. Hopefully he can get 
Uh, it's eight and eight, I believe, is the record, and uh, that would be huge. That would be uh, be able to break the record, uh, Taylor Twelman. So, uh, hopefully, he does get the nod and he can score, as he is on really good form at the moment. But let's get into that score prediction then. I think it's a two-two draw. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, you know, we'll score some goals on the road, but it. You know, this, uh, this defense is leaky right now. We score as many as we let in. So, uh, yeah, I think it's that. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. But, yeah, guys, that is pretty much the entire episode except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what must we do to limit the number of goals that we concede? <sighs> it's a big question. Uh, Gonzalo Pineda, yeah, he's... Uh, got that to solve as well, but uh, what do you guys think? I'm curious. Let us know in those comments below. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.